Hello and welcome back to Think to the Brink. Finally, I have my co-host back. Hello. It's there. been a month. It's been longer than that. It has been longer than that. Well, yeah. maybe not for the listeners, but for us. So yeah, we apologise for the uh, hiatus as Alex is in tutoring and I've just started a, a PGC English teacher course. Uh, we are going to be juggling. Yeah, daytimes and evenings. Daytimes and evenings. So we may not be as frequent. We may not be a weekly podcast from now. We're going to try our best to get as much content to you as possible. Maybe some best ofs, some bonus episodes. Yeah, but we just thought it was fair to you to kind of pre-warn you so you can emotionally prepare for what is to come. Yeah, we wanted to, we wanted to be completely upfront and honest that we may not be uh, wending our way into your devices every People week. People can say a lot about things to the brink, but they can never say... They weren't honest. No, not honest and upfront. And in that vein today, we've got another very honest debate. <laughs> the most honest debate, I would say. I would say this is probably the... Uh, maybe I'll talk about it. <laughs> I don't know if um, this is relevant. It might not make it in. But the reason that we came up with, or the reason that whoever came up with the idea for this, is we were, trying to, we were trying to rewrite um, the lyrics to... Um, Billy Joel, we didn't start the fire, but we're thinking to the brink topics. And the only thing I could come up with as a rhyme for Hagrid's dogs was famous frogs. And then we were like, well, we haven't done any famous frogs. Yeah. So let's 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 get one in the can. So here it is for you. Uh, roll titles. Oh, we're not going to announce it. I think we announce it afterwards. Oh, right, okay. They've already seen the title. They've already they? seen it, haven't they? Yeah. I know you can announce it if you want, and then you can roll the tiles. Okay, I and then like I can been, roll them. You've been away, you've been away. Like a rug that is yeah. ready to be rolled across the floor. Here is Kermit the Frog versus Crazy Frog roll titles. Oh, that felt good. I'm Will Baker. And I'm Alex Prescott. And you're listening to Think to the Brink. Where best go for opinions than mum's neck. Can, can <laughs> Jesus choose which wine he turns it into? There needs to be some middle ground between a full stop and an exclamation point. Your taste buds are amazing. So you're basically like a glorified textbook writer. Is there any person in the world that is <laughs> more of a yes man than Mr. Samir? In the groove, back in the game. First things first. Would you say that Kermit is crazy? I think he's kooky and I think he's wacky, but I think crazy implies a negative. Whereas I think Ooh, I don't know. I think crazy is like mad. You know, he's gone off the rails. He's not the kind of person that you would want, for example, at a surprise party. I went. Uh, or any party. I went to matter. go ape. I had a crazy time. Yeah, but a little bit dangerous. Whereas Kermit, it's very. I I think Kermit to me screams safe frog. What is what is go ape? Just so theme park. Yeah, it's uh, Michael Cummings' friend of the show. uh, Used to work there. It's it's a high ropes. Oh, uh, one of those like tree jumper things. Yeah, and then they there was one in the UK that they made too high, and then uh, they just made it a go ape extreme. Interesting. So there's one that is higher ropes. Uh, You can't hire them. They are their property. <laughs> so yeah, but I when you, when you said I if you said I had a crazy time at I don't know Fort Park for instance yeah a friend of the show uh, <laughs> in the summer we've accrued all these friends crazy time for me would denote not just that you had maybe you had a good time but also that there was massive queuing it was a heat wave a lot went wrong as well as right hectic I think I think the advertising especially for like a Thought Park and Alton Towers they do trade off craziness 
Like, they kind of, the scream ride, the saw ride, it's meant to be dangerous and risky. It's not meant to be, if you're like, oh, we are, if, if you were a parent and said, oh, it was a bit of a crazy day, then yes. But if you were a thrill seeker, like I know you are, and you said, <laughs> I had a crazy day at Thorpe Park, I wouldn't be like, cues? <laughs> <laughs> it's quite a, quite a heat pair. wave. Heat wave. <laughs> oh, did it not all go to plan? No, food wasn't quite up to par. Yeah. Uh, true. I mean, I love that we've, we've straight away got away from frogs and into a debate on the English language. I actually went to Thorpe Park uh, years ago and I didn't go on one ride. Really? Because the queues were Scared. so long. No, oh. no, I love them. But all of the ro- queues were over two hours. So we went around the park. We were like, we'll find one that people haven't got to. Spoiler, they'd all got to all of them. So we just had nachos. Crazy. That was <laughs> it was not crazy at all. A neutral. Do you have to pay to get in? Well, I didn't. I went with my... Uh, my then girlfriend and her family and that then girlfriend was Maddie Gray played Monty in the King's Head Timpson oh really so yeah we ran out when we were 15 I did not know that there we go context and gossip um, <laughs> I didn't know this was a gossip podcast salacious uh, well it is a bit salacious um, yeah. well we're going to get into some salacious things because yeah. as we all know I think Kermit the Frog and Miss Piggy recently broke up oh um, Kermit going solo, but we'll maybe get into that later. Okay, well, I, I heard that uh, uh, Kermit said they're not going out, they're in a professional relationship, and then followed up with the gag that he thinks it's professional, Miss Piggy thinks it's a relationship. Wow. <laughs> See, that's the kind of comedy that you can expect from Kermit. He's witty, he's definitely witty. Well, I, I would say he has the advantage over Crazy Frog in that he can use the English language, whereas Crazy Frog makes a lot out of very few noises. He's Swedish, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but the, the noises that he makes are the Swedish language. Oh, bim, 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 bim. <laughs> Yeah, barp, barp is not Swedish. Could have been an obscure dialect. <laughs> well, y- yes, perhaps. I think that says far more about you than it says about crazy. For short. Um, <laughs> Mr. Sea Frog. <laughs> I am going to... Um, my first point of attack is the first line of the Wikipedia <laughs> article on Crazy Frog. Yeah. <laughs> and it's Crazy it. Frog... Parentheses, originally known as the annoying thing. Is <laughs> <laughs> a yeah. Swedish CGI animated character created in 2003. So straight away, he doesn't have the longevity that Kermit has, but also yeah, the annoying thing. I think that perfectly sums him up. Oh no, but but the thing is, like Crazy Frog, and I know this because I watched this documentary today. Had was so unlikely. Do you, do you know the story briefly? No, but when you say documentary, I mean it wasn't like it was a... fifteen minutes. Okay, so, um, so tell us the story of Crazy Frog. I will. So it started off recorded nineteen. 19- 84 instrumental backing that was the Axel F the original track the one that goes do 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 yeah and then 1997 was the moped sound effect so this was someone recorded them imitating their motor and sent it to a few friends one of whom happened to be an animator did the original animation of the annoying thing um then a ringtone company so this was just when ringtones were starting um, do you remember there were loads of adverts yeah. and I read somewhere that it's the biggest advertising campaign in British TV history for ringtones well as in full stop because it was always on the TV yeah I do remember and it, it was when you couldn't like 
just change your ringtone. You, you had, had to, buy to text. A new ringtone, yeah. yeah, so it was Jambo. They combined Crazy Frog, this huge phenomenon, um, with Axel F, which was the most downloaded ringtone, the original song. Okay. And they combined it into this beast. Um, interesting facts. So it's, as I said, the characters derived from a 2003 animation called The Annoying Thing, which was based on a 1997 recording of 17-year-old Daniel Malmedal from Sweden, who was imitating the sound of a two-cycle engine on a friend's moped. And then it became a cell phone ringtone in 2004 and took the UK by storm. The advertising campaign was the heaviest in the history of British TV, wow. so probably at that time. Do you know what Eric Vernquist, the man that did the animation, said about it? There's a quote here on Wikipedia. If I had known that this was going to be such a big thing, I would not have allowed them to use that stupid name. It has nothing to do with the character. It's not a frog, and it's not particularly crazy either. (laughs) Straight away, in the old frog debate... It's not a frog. If we're doing who's the better frog... Well, no, because actually... So here on Muppet Wiki, character origins of Kermit the Frog. Yeah. In the early days of the character... Kermit wasn't yet a frog. He was more of a lizard-like abstract character. As Henson, that's Jim Henson, creator of Kermit, yeah, explained. Jay Henson, friend of the show. Kermit started out as a way of building, putting a mouth, and covering over my hand. <laughs> God, wow. Damning. Gotta use but, a glove. Yeah, but Kermit, the abstract lizard-like character, doesn't have quite the same ring to it as Kermit the frog. He's one of the simplest kind of puppets that you can make. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, simple but effective, I would say. It does say, and he's very flexible because of that, which gives him a range yeah. of expression. How do you think he got Miss Piggy? And he didn't become a frog until the 1971 special. So <laughs> that was, what, so, ages. He was so he first appeared in 1955. He was frog-spawn before that. He was, he, was a, he was a strange, lizard-like, abstract okay, character. I didn't get my amphibious joke. No, yeah. No, I, I, I Biology. I, I just said not to entertain it, actually. Um, a claim that made... Yeah, so in the 1971 special, The Frog Prince. So, so I'd say that both of them have had murky histories. I'd say now Crazy Frog is known as a frog, even though originally he was known as a thing. The annoying thing. Yeah, but uh, Kermit was Kermit was always called Kermit, I think. Kermit. It's a great yeah. name, very alliterative. I don't know why he's called Kermit. Wait, yeah. The title character was a humanoid named Sam, but a more enduring star of the series was Kermit, who was not yet a frog. <laughs> Kermit the not yet frog. So interesting, off the annoying thing. Jim Henson, this is an interview. Back in those days, you may have read somewhere, but I didn't call him a frog. Then Judy Harris says, right, he was just Kermit the thing. <laughs> So both of them started at, yeah, all the characters in those days were abstract because that was part of the principle that I was working under, that you wanted abstract things. So both of them have had sort of prior careers to frogdom. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. They've evolved into frogs. But now I'd say that Crazy Frog... I think if you went on Pointless, more people would get Crazy Frog. Definitely not. No, they would. That's... Because that, it's such crazy. an enduring cog. And then you'd be like Kermit, and you'd be like, oh, yeah, Kermit the Frog. But Crazy Frog, it's in the name. If you if you asked ten people who is the biggest celebrity frog, I think not, nine out of ten would say Kermit. I don't think any would say Crazy. No, no, no. We don't say who's the biggest celebrity frog. We say... Think of a celebrity. What's a pop culture frog? Go. What's, what's a pop culture frog? <laughs> Do you know any others? Mm. The frog prince, I suppose. That that frog. The frog that kisses. Yeah, and becomes, becomes a human. A human. Well, so that's a, 
Is that a real frog? No. Yeah, but all of these celebrity frogs have kind of... He's unnamed as well. I think mean, he's just the prince. The pr- A lot of it, yeah. John Cleese in Shrek 2 is, becomes a frog, doesn't he? Oh, really? Actually in Shrek 3, I think. No, in Shrek 2 as well. Uh, um, no pro. Oh, yeah. John Lithgow. No. The no, dad? No, John Cleese plays the dad. Oh, yeah. John Sorry. Lithgow plays Farquaad. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Refer back to our Farquaad episode. You are correct for more information that's not erroneous. Thelonious. Erroneous. Thelonious, yeah. It's in our archives. It is. On iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Premium, all of those kind of places. Crazy, I would say Crazy Frog is an enduring icon on his own. Would you agree? But that he's a solo machine. Like, there are other people in the videos. There might be some characters. There's one, there's a Christmas one, Last Christmas. There's, and, and in the Axel F, like, he's being chased by a machine. But Crazy is his own character, right? Yeah. Stands on his own two yeah. flippers. <laughs> Whereas Kermit is definitely part of an ensemble. Yeah, but I think Kermit, when you talk about the Muppets, Kermit is definitely the first among equals. He's the face of the Muppets. Him and Miss Piggy, I think, are very... No, no, no. Miss Piggy is, well... Well, okay, he's the, the power couple. But I think them. without without um, everyone else, Kermit would be nothing. Have you seen Being Green? No. I did quite a lot of research for this one. Um, Kermit... It was like Kermit sings some songs, such as Being Green. Oh, yeah, I know Being Green, the song, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's awful. I, I think if you had an hour of that, people would switch right off. Whereas if you had an hour of Crazy Frog, as evidenced by seven singles and three am- three albums, that looked like I plucked it out of my head, but that is actually true. Okay. Um, I would Crazy put, Frog's a lone ranger, and he can operate on his own very well. I would well. put Crazy Frog in the same breadth as people like the Cheeky Girls, Chico... One hit wonders of the early two thousands. No, no, because because there was the original ringtone. Yeah, which was on everyone's phone. I didn't have it. Okay, well, neither did I. But uh, exactly, yeah. variations. <laughs> well, on it, a was, theme. it was a lot They're of all variations. Hear it. On the it, would, it would be like now when you hear and you're like, oh, classic ringtone. I would say I would say that's had its day as well. The new one is. Is that? Yeah, that one, yeah. You did it slightly more poetically then. <laughs> <laughs> like I was saying, verse. Performance mode. Um, well, yeah, whereas Kermit, Kermit's very much a one trick pony. Mm, he's not a pony, he's a frog. Television. Films. <laughs> yeah, television film. He's an actor, which is why I think when, you, when he sings songs like Being Green, that's pretty admirable that he sort of branched out into kind of he's a man of all trades a frog of all trades I should say a renaissance frog whereas crazy frog for me certainly is a one trick pony because all he does is ride about on a motorbike and make annoying noises well no he sometimes is he's running away he's being chased by who? by robots who want he's most wanted he's got he's number one he got to number one on the UK album charts did Kermit ever do that? and on the UK single charts I don't know if Kermit's ever charted, but I think he's definitely captured the hearts and minds of so many children over the years. Yeah, but where's that in? Is that going to pay anyone's rent? Not well, Jim Henson, he's dead. Is he? <laughs> yeah. Oh, rest in peace. Died recently. Did he? Uh, maybe not that recently. No, he died in 1990. Uh, so in the history of the human species, relatively recently. but Yeah, but, but before... 29 years before... Before either of us were born. Yeah, three years before we were born. But he created so many different things. He did, he did Dark Crystal and Labyrinth. Like, Kermit was one of Sesame many products. I can say, having watched the documentary, that the creators of Crazy Frog 
pretty much that their big thing is Crazy Frog. Yeah, because what, who pay- else would employ them to do anything? It's creative? paying their rent still. Is it years later? Yeah. Well, when the documentary was filmed in 2012, so that was 10 years of rent. Oh yeah, they were saying like they they had record deals for like. 80,000 euros just for that no it was just for the ringtone really yeah Sweden doesn't operate in euros I don't think is it not maybe it does so maybe it was Denmark certainly doesn't it was a because also a very clever business model with Crazy Frog um was that it uh you didn't just buy the um ringtone you bought five ringtones a month okay yeah yeah so you'd text and then you'd be subscribed a very clever. So they they had other things: Sweetie the Chick, Crazy Frog, Anna Blue, and Schnuffle Bunny. Can I just give some backstory? Has Crazy Frog ever been on the Ellen DeGeneres show? Uh, not to my knowledge. Ellen DeGeneres is probably the biggest kind of pop culture show. Certainly one of the biggest talk shows in America. Ellen sort of captured the hearts and minds of. Uh, the people of America in much the same way as Kermit did. I feel like now Ellen is as Kermit. Like I, I can take it or leave it. Definitely, it's it's teaching children how to be spoiled. <laughs> Ultimately, it's being like, oh, you've done a cool thing on YouTube. Oh, you've um. Some sometimes they've walked in and they've got chocolate cake all over their face. Who? And that these children have you never oh, seen the children that and, she then, and then they on, come yeah. on and then they open it up and they've got them like loads of chocolate cakes and they look really happy. Yeah, no, that that bit of the Ellen show is a little bit. Uh, but that's the bit that you know. I feel like that's she has most guests of it on as well. Yeah. So what was the Kermit? Bit? So Kermit um, went on the Ellen DeGeneres show in 2011 with Jim Henson's. No, after Jim Henson. Well, yeah. 21 years after Jim Henson. Because yeah. they've had a recent 2017, they had the newest puppeteers. They had someone after Jim Henson and then the newest. I don't know what you mean. I think yeah. they're living creatures. <laughs> Carry on. Um, so, a biography has been developed for Kermit the Frog as if he was an actual living performer rather than a puppet character. We'll ignore that. Part. As if. <laughs> According to this fictional biography, he was born in Leyland, Mississippi, right. alongside approximately 2,353 siblings. So I'm just going to stop there. <laughs> so he's one of 2,354. Yeah. That's not easy. Hand me downs. No. Probably um, their parents struggled to put food on the table. That's not easy being branded as the annoying thing, is it? You know, bullying. Yeah, but Kermit the Frog um, Kermit the Frog is one of many, whereas Crazy Frog seems to be the only one... He's not, he's not a frog, originally. Well, yeah, but, cra- <laughs> but Crazy Frog, I don't know any other kind of blue alien-type frogs. So in, a, in much the same way as Tigger, self-centred, self-absorbed, doesn't have to get on well with others, doesn't have to play well with others. Tigger is the energy that you need on a night out. As is Crazy Frog. I think I would argue that it's harder if you're the only one, if all of your species never... You're the only one of your species than if you have to compete with thousands of brothers and sisters. Because at least they, you've got someone that understands your plight. Yeah, it's tricky, but it's more tricky if there were no, no frogs. What did any of those frogs ever do? What frogs? His brothers and sisters. Uh, well, well, just because they weren't fame-hungry, debased themselves for the cult <laughs> of celebrity, does not mean they didn't achieve anything. They're probably very hard-working frogs. They've probably got families, thousands more frogs. Does Kermit ever visit? We don't know. I reckon he pays a lot of... Um, yeah. I reckon he, he, he supports them, a lot of them financially. Maybe that's... Maybe that's um, 
why they haven't achieved it because family visits if you've got that many siblings it'd be a full time job wouldn't it yeah, visiting it be, yeah. the families and then you might visit and be like oh no I got the rotation wrong they're off visiting another family you'd have to coordinate it how would they name them how would they remember everyone's names that numbers has to be numbers doesn't it but Kermit, Kermit gets a name maybe Kermit named himself I think Kermit's like um, Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat obnoxious <laughs> and like you know everyone's like oh Joseph yeah, he's, he's the favourite son he's the favourite son yeah but he's a dickhead isn't he he's arrogant uh, no I don't think he is I think I think I anyone think, like it's admirable but also it takes a certain degree of arrogance to think you're better than your brothers and sisters but I also think that he's a little bit are we talking Kermit or Joseph <laughs> Kermit but okay. I was going to say I think he remembers his roots but he's clearly quite confused because it says in the biography that he was born in Leyland Mississippi but uh, in the uh, on the Ellen DeGeneres show he, he stated that he was from the swamps of Louisiana so he's he's quite state confused about wasn't where he's this from. Wasn't this biography created just for the Ellen show? No. No, no, no. The biography exists independently. Oh, right, okay. But um, as portrayed in the 2002 film Kermit's Swamp Years, at the age of 12, he was the first of his siblings to leave the swamp and one of the first frogs to talk to humans. So that shows to me initiative. Doesn't want to rest on his laurels. He's brave. He's bold. Seize the day. He is shown in the film encountering a 12-year-old Jim Henson for the first time. According to the Muppet movie, Kermit returned to the swamp where a passing agent noted he had talent, see, (laughs) and thus inspired he headed to Hollywood encountering the rest of the Muppets along the way. Together they were given a standard rich and famous contract by Lou Lord. Orson Welles played him of uh, Wide World Studios and began their showbiz careers. In Before You Leap, Kermit again references encountering Jim Henson sometime after the events depicted in the course of the Muppet movie and details their friendship and their partnership in the entertainment industry, crediting Henson as being the individual to whom he owes his fame. They then started the Muppet show. Um, Kermit's usually at the core of the stories as the lead protagonist. Um, Fozzie Bear is his best friend. Okay. Does Crazy Frog have a best friend? I think it's quite important need to have a best any. friend. No, I don't think so. I think it is. I think it's important to go out and... You know, if you're, if you're just blending in with the crowd... It, Kermit comes from a a number of scenarios where he's just, you know, loads of siblings and then loads of Muppets. How many Muppets are there? Tens. 50. Tens and tens. Yeah, 50. He, he cannot... It takes immense confidence to go away from the crowd and just do your own thing. Confidence that well, only he's crazy going away from the crowd, isn't he? He's running away from those robots. Well, yeah, literally. Um, he's not running. We can get onto the video, but um, as I alluded to the albums, does, does Kermit have any albums? I'm sure he does. So I just found that uh, one of the songs on Crazy Hits uh, was called Bailando, which is one of our favourite songs one from Spain. Songs, yeah. But you have such hits as Obviously, Axel F and Popcorn, the B-side. Wump, brackets, there it is. <laughs> a Thousand and One Nights. Don't You Want Me. Dirty Frog. Cool. Pump Up the Jam. Pinocchio. So, give okay. back to uh, the Dallas theme. <laughs> the Pink Panther. Crazy Sounds, Acapella. And YMCA. Wow, so he's got quite the back catalogue. You know, so I feel like a lot of people, how many songs would you say are in a normal album? Ten. Yeah. Crazy Frog, 26. Yeah, <laughs> so no. really, you get your money's worth. That's probably why it debuted at number one in New Zealand and reached the top five in the UK album charts. 
and the Billboard 200. But despite its mainstream success, it's currently ranked number six on Rate Your Music's bottom albums of all time. Exactly. You've you shot yourself in the foot there. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's quite... To have... No one wants something that um, is just... Every, like, oh yeah, everyone likes it. You know, it's the kind of cold plays of the world. And there was a bit in the documentary that I laughed out loud um, when they were like, and I got I got a call from a music executive and they just said, we're out selling Coldplay four to one. <laughs> I thought that was really funny. And then there was Crazy Frog Presents more crazy hits. Again, 30 in that album. Kiss Him Goodbye, Na 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 Hey Hey. Living on Video. God, there's some super crazy sounds. They have really milked this cow. Frog. Frog. Um, we use a lot of animal-based puns today. We are the champions. Brackets. Ding a dang dong. <laughs> like how? Who would have thought they could have got like a hundred hits out of it? Yeah, but are they hits though? Are they really hits? Yeah, they are. I don't know. I, I think they are. Think. Crazy frog in the house. Brackets. Night rider. Last Christmas, two thousand and six. It also included the audacity of this. That the crazy frog, more crazy hits. Also included the biggest hits from the previous album, Axel F and Popcorn. So they just re-released those. Well, I, they, I think I think it's um, I think it's ex- exploitation of this poor frog. What? Why? Well, it's like the great machine. I don't think Crazy Frog wanted to release all these songs. I think Crazy Frog just wants to entertain. Mm. I, Kermit the Frog's written three books. By the way, how many books is? I know no no books for crazy crazy frog. Kermit, Kermit the Frog has written books. Yes, three books. Um, awards and honors. He was awarded an honorary doctorate of amphibious letters on May the nineteenth, nineteen ninety six, at Southampton College, where he gave a commencement speech. He received a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame in two thousand and two. That is cool. He's been nominated for an Academy Award. I think the Rainbow Connection. Um, actually two Academy Awards got nominated for Best Song and he's also received um, the Best of Kermit on Sesame Street Um, he's also received the Frog of the Year Award many times from who? Um, Sesame Street from Sesame Street, yeah. You can't. You can't isn't he the only frog on Sesame I Street? I think there are other frogs. Um, I don't know. What a sibling? There is actually he has a nephew called the, Robin, and there's the evil Kermit. There's the evil Kermit, but evil Kermit isn't actually. I, I looked this up. Um, there was a meme that went mad, didn't it? Um, yeah, it's captioned image series featuring a screenshot of Muppet character Kermit the Frog talking with his nemesis Constantine, dressed as a Sith Lord from Star Wars. Oh yeah, Constantine. He's like a Russian oh, Constantine. Frog. Yeah, not Constantine. Yeah, no, I do remember him. So yeah, he he was probably on Sesame Street. He's the only amphibian to have had the honour of addressing the Oxford Union. Uh, this is quite funny. In well, unlike most Muppets and frogs, he's got five fingers. So, again, he's had to overcome quite a lot of differences in his life. Um, he lives in a New York penthouse. Yeah, I think I think what I'm hearing from Kermit is slightly difficult upbringing, but not as difficult as uh, Crazy's, in that he was just created and then told he was the most wanted. Um, and then he's had an immense amount of luck and now lives a very comfortable life, whereas Crazy, every day now has to kind of perform, has to rebrand himself, has to kind of make his way in the world. I think Kermit now has it very easy. And actually, overcoming hardship is what we 
I love. What do we love on this podcast? The underdog. The underdog story. And Crazy Frog is an underdog. Kermit, from the minute he was <laughs> picked up by that frog. agent, <laughs> the minute Kermit, I think, has had a fairly easy ride. Had a lot of luck. Okay. He's in the right place at the right time, yeah, whereas but... Crazy Frog has made a career out of making silly I, sounds. I think to make it in the entertainment business, you've got to have a lot of luck, and you've got to be in the right place at the right time. This is quite funny. Um, he got in trouble with Miss Piggy. By the way, Miss Piggy and Kermit the Frog broke up in 2015. I'm sorry Apparently, to Apparently, um, sorry to confirm it. <laughs> Apparently, he's been spotted with a pig called Denise. So, um, <laughs> he's, he's moving on. That's awful. I don't like that at all. This is why he and Miss Piggy didn't last, and I think this is an insight to Miss Piggy's kind of control of Kermit and the relationship that they had. Kermit appears to have a crush on Mila Kunis. <laughs> During the Muppets' appearance on Google Plus Hangouts, Miss Piggy demanded to know why he was looking up Mila Kunis images. <laughs> Nefarious. He's really fallen from grace. No, I think he's... I wouldn't um, be surprised if he has a drug habit now. To use our old friend Cora, someone has asked, what are some personality traits of Kermit the Frog? And then Chris Lorichella, who describes himself or herself as a lifelong television enthusiast, so therefore very qualified to answer this. Thanks for the question. Kermit the Frog is kind and loyal. He often finds himself in bizarre and outlandish situations as a result of the actions of his friends and colleagues. He's also goofy, so that's quite similar to what I said at the start of the show. Uh, and a natural comedian. Okay. And all, uh, he's, he's goofy as in the adjective. Yeah, not the uh, not the Disney and dog. If inside the goofy outfit was someone puppeteering Kermit, <laughs> meta. Wow, puppets in puppets. He's a natural comedian. He relishes a good joke, as most comedians do, his own or others, with a hearty, head tilting, body shaking laugh. Infectious. It's debatable whether he was really in love with his paramour, Miss Piggy, oh, wow. or if it was more a convenient relationship. Oh, damning. Bernadette Peters, for one, had clearly caught Kermit's eye. I don't know who Bernadette Peters is. <laughs> no. The threat of violence and or dismemberment on the part of Miss Piggy leads Kermit to abandon hope of any other companions on his life's journey, though many question whether he's under duress. He is, as Albus Dumbledore once described Cedric Diggory... I didn't put that. A fierce friend, and he'll do most anything for them. He's also a great banjo player and some sort of magician, <laughs> keeping his banjo like new whilst residing in a swamp. Right, so, so when you said it has Kermit released any songs, I think he probably could have had a professional career as a banjoist. Banjo. 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 I'd go banjoist. Um, so we've got here there's more on Kermit's personality he's kind helpful shows empathy all the time he is insecure about himself about his body about what he can achieve but he does get things done at the end so it's a great story for all people that are insecure and you know need kind of examples so we had here the crazy frog outsells Coldplay on Mumsnet this is more of a live thread uh, Miss D commented ding ding so obviously a fan oh dear well, I don't think Crazy Frog is really aimed at mums. Whereas Coldplay is. I love Coldplay. I used to sing Yellow to DS1 when he was a baby. Is that... Do you remember they all name their... They all give their kids, like, code names. <laughs> the kids have lost all sense of anything these days. They are devoid of good parenting and have become shallow, hooded monsters. I think um, the only thing that remains is to ask you... Who would you rather have in your group of friends? Would Crazy Frog fit in your group of friends? Would Kermit fit? He shows empathy. Comedic. Likes a good joke. For me, I would love to have Kermit as one of my friends. So, I feel that Kermit would fit in better with my group of friends. But that's also because 
to be in a group of friends. I feel like any superstar wouldn't fit in well with my group of friends. Whereas Kermit is um, everyday enough, pedestrian enough to fit in. Whereas Crazy Frog would come up with all these new ideas and remixes and everyone would be like, that's a bit much. He's destined for the stars. I don't think you would want anyone who's also known as the annoying thing in your friendship group. Well, no, originally known as the annoying thing. Oh, we haven't actually talked about, um, as a final closing point, why Crazy Frog's better. You know Free the Nipple? Yeah. Crazy Frog was light years ahead of Free the Nipple in that, apart from Axel F, in every video and in the original video, you can see his penis. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's not, I didn't think that was a campaign though was it free the penis uh, well <laughs> I think it was sort of the opposite free, of free the penis um, no, and, and his bare bottom he's, he's an advocate for liberation so he's a nudist is what he's, he's an exhibitionist he's a, he's a naturist well a lot of people got in a lot of trouble for that so I think well I think, I think it was ahead of its time in saying actually we should all be liberated where's Kermit do you ever see Kermit's penis uh, not that I know of, no, no hopefully not. It would be Jim Henson's hand, wouldn't it? So, I, and I feel like for that reason, Crazy Frog is light years ahead of Kermit. Did Crazy Frog ever use said penis? Was he ever in a relationship? No comment. Whereas Kermit the Frog has got a lot, he's been in a long term relationship with probably the most iconic pig frog relationship, certainly ever. But yeah. I would say one of the top celebrity couples. You've got Brangelina, you've got... Who else? Well, I'd say, I'd say it was more of a Brad Pitt, Jennifer Aniston. Like, known for being, like, ups and downs, the horrific ending. Like, that's not an aspirational relationship. I don't think it was a horrific ending. I think mean, it was just a parting of the ways. They realised... Well, if, if I know Miss Piggy... She probably didn't take it well. No, she, she got private. She got half. Were half they married? What? No. Professional. He thought it was professional. She thought it was a relationship. <laughs> but were they married or was it just a... Civil partnership. Civil partnership. But did, would you have got yeah. any of his earnings? Well, I imagine they were on... Maybe Some they weren't money. on the same... No, well, pay. Gender pay gap. But Especially in the Muppet world. Yeah. She's one of the only female Muppets as well. Really? She's a real groundbreaker, Miss Piggy. Yeah, oh no, I'm all for Miss Piggy. I think that Kermit... Um, should have maybe tried a bit harder to keep that relationship together. No, I think it was a mutual thing. If you were going to write a one frog play about crazy or and or Kermit, or maybe a two man or a two frog play with with both of them in, waiting for Froggo. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. Frog on a hot tin roof. <laughs> yeah. We always go for the same. Yeah, I know. It's, There's a few yeah. go-to plays for this feature. Taming of the... Frog. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're thinking more in depth. Yeah, I don't know. 2,305 siblings and me. <laughs> Very good. Um, America's Most Wanted. That's not a play, but that'll be a TV show on Crazy Frog. Louisiana Frogs. Jersey Boys. <laughs> And on that note, uh, thank you very much for listening. We've mixed up the format a bit, so now we're giving out the social media at the end of the show again. Um, We're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram. Um, Think to the brink with the T.O. No, with the number two. You're very out of practice. Yeah, yeah. I am. It's the T.O. on Facebook and it's the number two on on Twitter Twitter and and Instagram. Instagram. We're also think to the brink 
on Patreon, patreon.com slash think to the brink, where you can support the show, suggest episode topics, shape the show, and we will be releasing bonus and extra content for you to sample as well. But yeah, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher, all the, all the big the ones. The whole gamut. Podcoin shut down. RIP. That lasted very... <laughs> didn't last very long at all. But, but, but Pod Knife is still there. Pod Knife, <laughs> pod knife is, still, is still going. Well, thank yeah. you for listening to the uh, the podcast. Or should I say the Frogcast? Oh, no. Until next time. It's goodbye from me, Will Baker. And me, Alex Prescott. And in the meantime... Don't, don't forget, forget to, to overthink. overthink.